I am so excited you are here. It is a very early morning for me. I don't know if it's morning for you while you're listening to this podcast, but let me tell you, my phones were ringing all night and I got no sleep. And I just decided I was going to get up and record this podcast episode that I've been working on. So recently, I presented at the WTRAA Driven Conference, which stands for Women of the Towing and Recovery Association of America. I spoke about understanding work-life balance and how to tip the scales in your favor. Work-life balance is like the golden ticket from the Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory movie. We all want it. We are constantly in search for it, and we will work really hard to obtain it. But let's put this myth to bed and work towards creating a life where they coexist in harmony. At the conference, I gave attendees four tools to put in their toolbox, but today I'm giving you my top two. Hey, hey, thanks for listening to the Michelle Suko podcast. I am your host, Michelle Suko. I am so freaking thankful that you decided to listen to this podcast. I am beyond excited to share my experiences and my tips and tricks that I've learned over the years with you. I am a multi-passioned business owner who's extremely enthusiastic about helping others achieve the success that they want. As a restart strategist and midlife champion, I am completely obsessed with helping others show up unapologetically, creating a life that they love living and owning where they are at. I share all of this with you because these are the things that changed my life. So let's burn those bridges and dance naked because we get to choose how to live our best lives. So let's get started. I am someone who truly believes almost anything is possible, but I also know you cannot balance equal amounts of work and equal amounts of personal life and keep that sustainable for any length of time. You can't always give your all to all areas equally. That's a recipe for complete burnout. I'm guessing every one of us here has tried to obtain it anyways. It's why millions of books have been sold on it. Everybody wants to achieve this work-life balance ideal. The thing is, that just screams of perfection. We all know that is futile and how extremely frustrating to waste our time trying to obtain it. Some might get there, but it's impractical to sustain it. I ask you, at what cost? Happiness? your health. This episode is all about tipping the scales in your favor for a work-life balance that coexists in harmony. Just so you know, I may be here speaking on my podcast about this, but that doesn't mean that I have all of my stuff together all the time, because I don't. And I'm not ashamed to admit it. I'm a progress over perfection kind of girl. There are days where I literally still fall apart, but I've learned and figured out what works for me to pull myself out of it and put all the pieces back together. And I want to give you some tools to do that as well. Sometimes we like to present ourselves as we have it all together, like we know what we're doing all the time. And if we start to struggle, we just say, oh, I've got this. (laughs) Do you see that too? I'm going to give you two of my favorite tools today. If you find these useful and want to learn more, just go to my website or follow me on social media. My two favorite platforms are Facebook and LinkedIn, and you can find me at Michelle Succo on both. 
So we're going to start with what season you are in. You need to know that, right? So know what season you are in. In this journey, you're going to find yourself overwhelmed at times. You're going to find yourself a little frustrated too. You're also going to find yourself burning out if you don't learn to let some things go and live in the season you are in. You must accept the fact that no matter what, life is going to demand things from you. But you get to choose how you're going to react and how you're going to prioritize all that. So here is a little shameless plug for you. If you need help dealing with overwhelm in your life, I have another Dealing with Overwhelm Challenge coming up in October. It will be the last live one before we turn it evergreen. So I hope to see you there. The burnout is real. I know it is. I went through a divorce. I was running multiple businesses. And my kids were having really big life events all at the same time. It was beyond overwhelming. And I literally just wanted to quit everything. I wanted to stop working and quit doing my branding business. I literally just wanted to dig a hole, bury myself in it, and give up. I couldn't because I knew that I had to keep going or I wouldn't like myself very much. I knew if I didn't keep my foot on that gas pedal that everything would just fall apart. And with the help and guidance from family, friends, and some mentors, I made it through that season. How, you ask? I took a step back and hit the brakes. I defined what my priorities were and what I wanted out of life. I set my goals and put a plan in place. And I worked at it daily. And I'll tell you that it literally felt like I had to work at it every single day too. I learned to be okay with that because that was the season that I was in. And I had to let some of the other things slide until I conquered this one. I gave this season my full attention. And yes, I would get distracted and veer from the path occasionally because life is going to throw us curveballs. We will have to deal with some things that come along the way, but most of my focus was on the season that I was in. Once that season was done, I was able to put that past me and focus on the next season in a much better mindset with more strength and confidence and the ability to focus and get it done. I could show up as my best self going into the next season. So I'm going to give you an example of one of my life seasons. When my children were young, parenting was the season that I was in. I didn't get to go out with friends like I did when I was single. And if I did, (laughs) I did not stay out late because I knew that my kids were going to be up early. My evenings were spent with homework, practices, dinner, and bedtime routines. There was very little time for me in this season, and I was more than okay with that because I loved being a mom. My only regret was I didn't make more time for myself. I certainly wouldn't have gotten the me time that I get now, but I really should have made it more of a priority. It would have made me a better parent. But it's always easier to see that when you're out of that season, isn't it? This season wasn't about business trips, girls' nights out, and designer clothes or fancy dinners. I was just happy for backyard playing, spaghetti dinners, and snuggles with my kids. 
I honestly wasn't even thinking about the next season. And that's the way it should be. I still dealt with the curveballs of life, but they always evolved around my kids. Another example of one of my work seasons, this one literally does have to do with the seasons too. Winter. Man, I do not like winter at all. And if you follow me, you know that already. I'm here in the upper part of the States And winter is a very busy season to be in because you know what? I own a towing company and I am crazy busy during winter. And here in Wisconsin, I'm smack dab in the middle of it. I know that work is going to take a lot of my time. It honestly will demand a lot of it. And I know this. So I have to prioritize work in this season. I spend most of my focus on the day to day during this time. I will schedule in a sauna visit or a date night out just to keep my sanity. And sometimes I even get to plan for when winter is over just so I can make the most of it. So then when summer hits and I'm not that busy, I'm going to take more time off because in this season, I'm not needed as much. I use that time to work on my brand more. I plan more fun experiences And work on everything else that, you know, I put on the back burner during the winter season. I can prioritize things based on whichever season I'm in. Right now, I want to share something here that may be a tad bit off topic, but I think it's an important part of living our best lives. We need to figure out what makes us happiest during the seasons that we are in. Do you know what gives you joy? What makes you happy? This is important in any season. We're out there trying to achieve all of our dreams and goals, which means we are always future focused and are rarely present in enjoying what we are doing right now. I'd like you to think about one thing that has given you great joy this month. Okay, and I'm going to give you the best advice ever. Find more time to do that. I want you to figure out what brings you joy so you can do more of that no matter what season you're in. After this break, we will talk about the need to set boundaries and learn where we can blend them. Hey you, (laughs) yes you, my not a morning person tribe, I am calling out to you. Hey, I'm not a morning person either, and I'm not ashamed to admit it. Not even one bit. So if you're like me, you will love my new product that just hit my store. If you want to start your day out for success, but don't want to have to get up early to do so, just do what I do. I get it started the night before with my end of day journal. It's the perfect way to do it. So you can check out my website at michellesuko.com and click on my shop. Or go ahead and check it out on Amazon. I can't wait to see you there. Hey, hey, welcome back. And thank you for hanging around. So let's jump right back into it, shall we? All right, so that first tool that I gave you is know what season you're in. (laughs) So the second tool is set boundaries and learn where you can blend them. Now, you know that I love boundaries. I am like the queen of boundaries now. I wasn't always, so I think that's why I'm such a strong boundary person now. A boundary separates your physical space, 
your feelings, your needs, or responsibilities from others. Your boundaries also tell other people how they can treat you, what's acceptable and what isn't. Without boundaries, people might take advantage of you because you haven't set limits about how you expect to be treated. Boundaries allow you to be your true self. Boundaries are also a form of self-care. For example, healthy boundaries mean you value your own feelings and needs and you're not responsible for how others feel or behave. Boundaries also keep you from overextending yourself. We all need that. You can't take on every project or work every shift or be on every committee that you're asked to join. Boundaries mean saying no to things that don't align with your priorities. Boundaries create realistic expectations. So whether it's with a friend, your spouse, a boss, relationships function best when we know what's expected. So there are times and places for really good boundaries. However, boundaries aren't just for keeping things out, which is how most of us view them. Boundaries can also keep good things in and keep you focused on the season that you are in. For me, I've set very clear boundaries when it comes to my inner circle. I do not let energy draining negative people into the core of my life. Why would I? I do not waste my energy anymore. I surround myself with positive, supportive people. Now, we still struggle from time to time. But because I have the right people in my tribe, we help each other out instead of pulling ourselves down further. It's a very clear boundary that I will not budge on. So I'm going to give you something to think about here. Have you tried to blend your boundaries? (laughs) I can hear you guys going, whoa, whoa, wait, wait. You just told me all the reasons to set boundaries. But hear me out on this, okay? Trying to create an equal work-life balance makes you set very intense boundaries to make sure that one doesn't bleed into the next. I'm inviting you right now to seek out the blend. For example, while I'm running my towing business, I can still be a mom and a grandma when the time arises. When I set my schedule, I always allow extra time in my day so I can carve out 15 or 30 minutes to blend it when they come visit me, and then I get right back to being CEO when they leave. When I tried to keep those things separate, I suffered continuously with mommy guilt or work guilt. Now I don't have to. I want my children and grandchildren to see that I work hard. I work hard for them, but I will always make time for them and show them that it is possible to take care of things when you need to rather than separating them. Seek the blend where you can. If you are trying to put your life in an equal balance of work and life, you will constantly be running from one thing to the next in an exhausting pace in hopes to keep things even. Quit focusing on the balance and instead, let's focus on making all areas of our life work together. Please know that life isn't about keeping score to keep it balanced. Life is about being present and living in the now, paying attention and intentionally spending your time in the right places and where you are needed most. 
Just because it isn't balanced doesn't mean that you failed. I want you to trust yourself to make the best decisions for the exact moment that you are in. I want you to find the right blend in your life. Think about this fact. When you say yes to something, you are saying no to all the other things that come along. So no matter what comes after you've said yes, it's a no. So make sure your yes is a heck yeah. Listen, we deserve to feel whole in all areas of our lives. Life is time and energy and how it's spent. So it's up to us on how we do that. Reconnect with your soul. What does a successful life look like to you? I bet it looks like some of this and maybe a little bit more of that. I'm guessing it's not an equal balance of each. When you find yourself right where you know you're supposed to be, I hope you are living your best life unapologetically. Thank you so much for listening. If you loved this episode, it would mean the world to me if you would share my podcast and leave a review. Hey, and don't forget to subscribe so you don't miss any episodes. If you're looking for more of the Michelle Succo brand, you can check out my blogs and products at michellesucco.com. I would love to connect with you on social media. My two favorite platforms are LinkedIn and Facebook, and you can find me at Michelle Succo on both of them. Hey, don't forget to take me so we can connect. The Michelle Succo podcast is produced by, yep, me, Michelle Succo, and edited by Gray Door Productions. I'm going to leave you with my favorite quote. Yep, this is from me too. My journey is to heal from the past and live in the present so my future has no limits. I'm so freaking grateful to have you guys here with me. So let's talk again soon.